0: Create the life of your dreams, or lifestyle design are common phrases we hear tossed around. Is it a lie underneath there? Is there some truth? Keep listening. This is a podcast I have been wanting to record for years. And I will say, I think that... Women get marketed this message a lot more often than men, hmm. but I do think men get marketed it as well. Certainly. It definitely tends to come in a different package. Hmm. Um, but this idea of creating the life of your dreams, designing your lifestyle, um, it, it's designed to make you feel smart, to make you feel important, To make you feel like you're on track. And there's different underpinnings for it that I have noticed over the last couple of years. On one hand, I have seen propping it up, like I imagine this phrase, right? Lifestyle design. It's on a table and the legs underneath it. I have seen instances where it's all lies and a bag of tricks underneath it. And then in a different context, maybe in a Catholic circle and whatnot. Um, sometimes there's maybe one or two lies under it, but then there's one or two um, truths that are holding it up. And then only every so often I have seen a source that has solidly locked under it all truth. Mm. And they've kicked the lies to the side and it's fully s- propped mm. up by truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I'm saying yes. that even in some Catholic circles, some have allowed a couple of lies that sound really good and really appealing from our world. Mm-hmm. They've allowed them to come in and they've not even, I don't think they have realized it. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about today because we don't want you building up this um, on any sort of lie. We want you to prop this up on fully truthful thoughts, actions, habits, motives, etc., Right, because we, we, we have to want good things, but we also have to want them in the right way and go about making them happen with the right means. Mm-hmm. That matters as a Catholic.
1: Yeah, I think earlier you had said, you know, the marketing of this, right? It's to make you feel smart, like you're put together, all those things. I would say a lot of times when you run into this, that being smart, that being put together, that being on top of it, getting things done, being successful, being happy, all of that's on the other side of this. So in some ways, when you run into this marketing, it makes you feel unhappy and not put together and dumb.
0: Oh yeah. Because it's, you haven't yeah.
1: figured this out yet. Mm. But mm-hmm. let me, after you pay me two ninety nine, tell you or twenty nine
0: ninety seven. Yeah. Or 14097 for this coaching <laughs> program or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, now you're going to get access to the inside track, the secrets, the conveyor belt that is now just going to take you into the version of you that you want to be. Uh, and uh, you just got to pull out that credit card and we can make it happen.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are legitimate things where you learn to do something then you're gonna have some results, you're gonna have some success. Yes, yes. But you'll, you'll find, I'd say it's interesting because the, the thing it promises is the exact opposite than it might make you feel when mm-hmm. you run into it.
0: Right, and I mean this, we are in the era of online marketing, digital mm. marketing. And I would say, mm, I, don't, I don't wanna give it a percentage, but probably 90% of the marketing out there that I see is what I would classify as envy-based marketing. Mm. Marketing designed to make you feel like a pile of crap expose all your flaws, and then come in as the hero who's gonna now rescue you from your own self. Um, and they do it subtly with different marketing tricks. And we can speak to this really well because we have an online business and we have been we in have the trainings <laughs> for the last several years. And there's been many times we come up against a strategy that's working or a copy that's converting for people on their sales page or whatever, and we just flat out refuse to use because I don't want to use envy-based marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you that you should enroll in WalletWin Academy and have the life of your dreams. Uh, I might tell you that enrolling in WalletWin Academy will help you achieve your dreams and that it will help you live more peacefully, but there's a really big difference between what I just said and that initial promise. Um, And so that's what we're gonna tackle today because I just see people falling into this crap left and right and I am tired of it because oftentimes it involves their hard-earned money getting given to somebody else who may or may not be a good coach or guru or expert or whatever, may or may not be, some are, some aren't, uh, but then it oftentimes ends up impacting how their family handles money and views money from that moment forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that needs to be discussed about Discussed as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was a combo of discussed and talked about.
1: Yeah, just, we're gonna. It'll be discussed <laughs> about.
0: Okay, so one of the things that got us—I mean, we have so many. Li- how did this get stirred we up? We have today? so how, many money lies we shake the that nest? we want to talk about, and this one was probably farther down the line for us. But this oh, morning, man. I found a post in my Instagram feed, um, and it just kind of got me mad as a hornet, mm-hmm. and it triggered this conversation to kind of happen sooner. So I ran across somebody. I'm not going to expose her or any of the details, but this is literally from her page marketing what it is that she has to offer. One of the benefits that you'll get when you access this training, you will get access to our valuable system that allows you to spend each day like you're on vacation. That was in the marketing copy. And I think that's manipulative. Uh, and, and all the pictures on this page are showing this family as if they constantly live in vacation mode. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna say this right out the gate. This isn't really, this is part of the create a life of your dreams, but you were not created for vacation
1: mode. It's true. That's the problem.
0: What? You were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. When is any canonized saint come and told their story and been like, I just lifestyle designed myself into vacation mode and that's how I became holy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's laughable. It's insanity. But our culture is trying to put this picture of if you can just get smart enough and learn this hack or two, you can work one hour a week and get paid $70,000 in passive income. Hmm. Like that is this gross lie Um, that is duping so many people out of their money and out of their peace because we have seen it, people enter the online business space trying to get the hack or two under their belt, but they don't realize it takes a ton of work Mm -hmm. to run an online business and they give up. And only about 1% of people end up making it into being a case study for whatever program it is. Uh, And I think that's problematic as well.
1: I wanna talk about this. Yeah. Live every day like you're on vacation. All right, let's talk about I that. I got first. two. One, I think. What does that mean? Mm. You mean I sleep mm-hmm. in and eat too much Ugh. and get a sunburn every day? Right. <laughs> That's not what I want for my life. But in, We're in just, all like, seriousness, you wake up and it's
0: just laissez faire. Whatever. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, it's there's anything goes. Usually, I would say that though. Maybe there's a little bit of truth in that in that kind of jokey idea though. There's gonna be some. More self indulgence than usual.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's part of you know? what makes vacation so great. <laughs> you're not cooking, you're not cleaning, you're not doing laundry. Mm-hmm.
1: People Everybody are serving is, you. Everybody's happy. Yeah, you're getting your way all the time. <laughs> right. But the, I mean, that's not, like you're saying, that's not what we were made for. That's not how we were created to be. Even, mm-hmm. Even if in you could afford it. the garden, mm-hmm. we worked. Yeah. Adam and Eve had work to do. Before the fall. Yeah. Work is an inherent part, a vital, necessary part of being human.
0: Even, yeah, even though they had no wants, they were in a state of perfect unity with God, yet they still
1: worked. They still worked. So work is, 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 not, is not something that needs to be eradicated mm. in order to have a good life. In fact, in order to have a good life, you need to have some work going on in you. Right. And this whole thing is silly because it's, You're going to be on vacation every day, but the way that you're going to be doing that is by working this thing that she's teaching you.
0: Yeah, right. There's actually a job. You have to do
1: this work (laughs) to make the money to be on the vacation. And anyway, so but it's it's all again. This is this is it turns you in on yourself. Mm -hmm. We're on vacation.
0: It makes work the enemy. It's about
1: me. Work is the enemy. Our life is about us. It's about me. What I want things to be like instead of the other people in the world and how you're able to serve them, how you can grow. I mean, you're on vacation every day, so you're not getting work done. You're probably not helping anybody else. Mm -hmm. Your kids aren't going to school, so you're not preparing them for life. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in our everyday life. That's why we're not on vacation all the time. What
0: the, I mean, and that, and and we all know that. And if I really looked under the hood of her life on a daily basis, it isn't vacation mode. Um, But what's being touted here is if you can live in vacation mode, um, you must have a lot of money because the only people who can live in permanent vacation mode are people with money. And I'll tell you this, I have met a lot of wealthy people uh, and I'll tell you that I don't know a single one of them who sits at their house on vacation mode all day. Mm Mm-hmm. I I, they're bored stiff doing that. They the don't they don't want to do that. I've known they <laughs> they still wake up at 5 a.m. Hold themselves to the highest levels of accountability. Look for opportunities to serve. Spend their money to go be able to volunteer things at things or to help run things or they lend their expertise or they serve on boards. Um, they're at the service of others. They don't want they'll have vacations. They'll spend the time with the family but they want their life to resemble the life of Christ and to be a servant to all. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is more of the heartbeat of their life and vacation. While awesome and having daily respites and rest, while great and necessary, they aren't the hallmark of what their life is about.
1: I'd like to put a pin in that. Mm, Come back to it it near the end. Okay. Because earlier you're talking about right the, the, the table that this, idea of live the life of your dreams stands on yeah how at one end of the spectrum all four legs are false and hollow mm. and at the other end which is not a very often used end they are solid Ooh, and that, i feel like that legs? i feel like that's getting closer towards the solid end and mm-hmm. i don't want to jump that far ahead oh right
0: gotcha now. gotcha well, let's talk about some of the legs
1: let's talk about some legs so one is you, you need some money, right? Uh, also on this page that, we're, that we saw today, it says people who want to learn this thing and live the life of their dreams. And the thing is like, for people who want to do this and easily make money so that then you can have the life of your dreams. You AKA, need money to be happy. Yes. Standing between you and happiness- Is money. Is money.
0: And a lack of money.
1: That's what's keeping you back.
0: Yeah, that's all. You need money to be happy. And you might think that here we are at Wallet Win. wouldn't we say that? Wouldn't we say that you need some money? Well, no, I would say you need to be financially at peace mm-hmm. and in control, being a good steward, a smart, prudent steward of your finances. But that doesn't necessarily translate to you need X, Y, or Z income or in the bank. No. And I, I mean, also the, know that some the, of the most, you know, Saint Therese of Lisieux, you know, she was a Carmelite nun who lived a life of poverty, owned nothing, and yet she was one of the most joyful, mm-hmm. um, at peace people to ever walk the planet.
1: Yeah, man. So, I mean, all the, I'm all sorry, the, but
0: you don't need money to be happy.
1: I mean, the all, all, I just, I think probably, I could probably say all of the religious I have ever met mm-hmm. are the. They are the most joyful people mm-hmm. that I've met. Mm-hmm. Be even beyond happiness. Happiness oh, is oh, yeah, fleeting. Right. Joy is with yeah. you no matter the circumstance, yep. and is so much richer. Without a doubt, the most joyful in all different orders, all different people, mm-hmm. every one of them.
0: You don't. And they're need, all taken yeah. the of out poverty. You don't need money to be happy. You outside of you know, if you are someone not called to religious life. In order to actually have happiness with your finances, you need—you probably need a budget to know what the heck is going on with your money. Mm-hmm. And then you just need to kind of work a plan out to responsibly and prudently manage the money that's coming in and to meet your obligations and to, to be able to sustain your vocation. We teach those practical skills and tools. You don't have to be at the end of our money milestones to have peace or to have happiness. You can get that on day one just by knowing you you're actually implementing a plan that's going to take care of the practical needs that you have you can actually have that peace and that happiness even if you have a negative net worth it's all what's going on in your mind Mm -hmm. money is not a reflection of your worth or your value and it doesn't give you happiness um and so that i feel like is a is a thing that we really want to drill in here because sometimes people think, if I only got a little bit more money, I'd be Mm -hmm. happy then. And the truth of the matter is they've done studies on this. Anything over about $75,000 a year for a family um, has a very marginal impact on their overall happiness. Mm -hmm. So the number is not even that high. Now, I understand if somebody's in dire poverty or they lost a job and they're super, super stressed out, that's gonna play into and impact your um, level of happiness Mm -hmm. as as far as life is in general. And you need to get out of that like drowning mode. But once, barring that you have a stable income that meets the needs that you have right now, there's no reason you cannot be happy. Even if you aren't at your final desired destination, you can have happiness today because you are in a right relationship with God and you're living out of that identity and money is just a thing on the side and it's not giving you value. Mm-hmm. Logging in your bank account should not really give you a reaction because when, you, when we start judging how well we're doing that day based on how the numbers are telling us we should be feeling, that's when things get dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the parable of the talents it doesn't matter how much money they were given. The guy who got five, the guy who got two, the guy who got one, they are called a good and faithful servant and enter into the master's happiness because of what they did with it, because of what they made of it, not how much they had.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the guy who had one didn't get into that.
1: Because. But he could've. He could've. Yeah. All he had to do is the was same as the other guys. Handle it is, is... as well as he could've. Exactly, That's and all. then he could've. It wasn't, he wasn't doomed from the start. Uh, so it doesn't matter how much we have. Money is not standing between you and being happy and being joyful.
0: Exactly. Okay. Also, one of my my little phrases I like to use, if you can't have fun with a cardboard box in the backyard, you're not going to have as much fun as you could at Disney World. Meaning, if you're not content with the small stuff, you're not going to be content with the big stuff. It's just true. You're going to end up not like Contentment is something you can develop with even the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. And being able to cultivate that skill and that attitude in yourself is what allows when the good things come, you to appreciate them all the more and not take them for granted. All right, John, take us to the next thing.
1: Uh, next one is the other leg that we're gonna kick out from under here is that you should live an enviable life.
0: Mm. Everybody should be an Instagram or TikTok influencer with this amazing, incredible lifestyle that everybody wants to follow and be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, isn't that barf? Yeah. I'm
1: thinking of um, two movies right now, and I don't know what the first one is.
0: How could you be thinking of it if you don't even know I'm what think- it is? I'm
1: thinking of the scene-ish. Okay. Um,
0: can you describe it or do we need to move on?
1: We'll move on. I'm not gonna, I don't know the movies. It's like It might turn out to be one that's like I shouldn't recommend.
0: You shouldn't like, have been watching I, anyway? I saw
1: it a while. I saw it a couple years ago and it's like, anyway. <laughs> been, it was nothing crazy. You've been walking
0: anymore. with Jesus for like 17 years. <laughs> 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 a couple of years ago. <laughs> maybe in high school.
1: I don't know. It's not a bad thing. It's just I don't, I don't know the context sure. of it. Got it. But the one, the one I can remember and can recommend. Is maybe more of where you want to be, but there it's the uh, I see that you see this in the Family Man.
0: Oh, I love the Family Man, Nick
1: Cage. Oh, we love De that movie. Leone, What a flick! So good. Um, but there's so anyway. There's a part he's all caught up with material goods,
0: obsessed,
1: and yes. status and power, and I mean the, what the world says mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a successful life. Yeah. And he's either, and his wife isn't, and it's kind of this weird, you know, kind of other reality kind of thing. But anyway,
0: his wife in this, arguing, like, in this weird like, world that he's been yeah, transported to. other reality
1: to, that he got zapped to, that
0: his Christmas angel transported yeah, yeah, yeah. him
1: to. <laughs> so she's definitely not like they, they went the other way in life in this other reality. Mm-hmm. They have kids, all this stuff. And he goes, I want people to envy our life. Mm. And then, 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 the, his wife in this world where they have all these kids. They're in this small house, like they're all driving, driving old a van. cars. <laughs> yeah. She goes, "They already do because it's their life, it's their family, it's their relationship, is which mm-hmm. is so strong in that world." Yeah, and that's truly enviable. Maybe you don't want envy, but right. uh, you want to imitate it. You, you're inspired by it,
0: right? Big that's difference right there. Is.
1: You want your life to be inspiring instead of enviable. Yes. Ooh.
0: And I feel like that one right there, we, just, we all have to go and check ourselves. Before, whether you're an, an influencer or not. I know everybody hates that word. Content creator is now the more professional creator, yeah,
1: term.
0: Whether you're a content creator or you're not, before you post anything online, you should ask yourself, I do this for myself, and it's been really helpful. It's actually made me not post more than I post. Am I doing this to inspire, encourage, and be a light? Or am I doing this to look good, to look like I'm living X, Y, or Z, like I have this type of lifestyle, and for others to want to be like me? That has stopped me dead in my tracks from posting a lot of things that I probably used to post in the past. Um, And I think, you know, we can all grow in that journey. This idea that you should live an enviable life is just hollow. And all it does is create in you or me, if this is what we believe, an endless search that will always end in disappointment for the next thing or the next hit or the next high of whatever we think should be part of our life. And then we're just in endless pursuit of what we think a life of dreams is. Whatever the flavor of the moment is, um, whatever's trending online, van life, whatever. Maybe someday it'll be like Europe life or whatever. That has now changed what I believe are timeless things that can be part of living a life of your dreams in the right way. Timeless things that don't change. Um, so living, striving to live an enviable life is an endless pursuit that will always leave you longing and then chameleon, chameleoning yourself to whatever the culture says is next or cool or worthy of attention. All right. So let's transition to the next one. And this is a biggie. This is really big. And I'm going to share a personal story here. Um, create the life of your dreams is based on your dreams, not necessarily God's. And I don't want anybody to mishear me. Sometimes (laughs) our dreams are aligned with God's dreams, but they are not always. Sometimes they're just inspired from our own selves, or they were inspired from a place of pride, or we saw something and it looked cool, so we wanted it. Uh, they're not always in alignment with what God wants to do in our life. And if we just chase these dreams without first bringing them through the course of discernment to see if they are aligned, then we could be doing great danger to ourselves because we could be constantly trying to make this, that, or another dream happen in a way when it's not really aligned with our vocation or it's not even what God's asking us to do. So personally for the Texeras. Um, in the summer of 2018, I watched my first full-time RV traveling family video, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And it, you know, it appealed to so many things I enjoy, like adventure and outdoors and togetherness and RVs and all the things. Um, and I'd say and i i almost convinced jonathan to sell our house and to go do this little did i know we were about to adopt another child um i we were in year 1 of our business so like i didn't really realize all the effort it was required to just kind of stabilize and grow a business um and it was very much rooted in just amanda's dreams and when i took it to prayer with jonathan uh you know in our own respective prayer times Every time we'd bring it to prayer, it was kind of just, there was a block. God just kind of wouldn't speak into it. It was just, and so from that, I knew it wasn't the moment. And then over the years, I mean, this is literal years. So summer of 2019, summer of 2020, summer of 2021, here we are, we're four years years later. uh, And I think this spring was the first time we ever got the huge thumbs up, the big old green light that this dream is from him, but we're still waiting on him to confirm the timing. Yeah. But that's a that was a long process because and many times in this discernment was, Lord, this looks good to us. But like if this isn't from you, delay it, postpone it or kill it. Mm-hmm. That has always been the prayer because I don't want to be doing anything in my life that is not ultimately serving what God is asking me to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Period. And neither should you because when you are who you should be, you set the world on fire. St. Catherine of Siena. There you go. Right? Is that yes, the quote? yeah, that's her.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, another, it's related to this. So I, I'm going to say it's the same leg that we're kicking out here. Okay. Is this idea, lifestyle design or the life of your dreams... Learn this, do that, and the world's your oyster. <laughs> it brings about its. It. If you get down under the surface, you peel back the skin. Uh, <laughs> what you find underneath is a false hope in yourself. Mm. I'm gonna be the one to bring about my happiness. I'm gonna be the one that makes a change. I, the what, the world I it all it comes down to me and my actions and my choice. And not that we don't have a role in our happiness or in, in, the, in the, the salvation of the world or anything, but we've just cut out the role that God plays in our happiness, mm-hmm. in our finding fulfillment in our life and, in, and have replaced him with us in our effort. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a no-go.
0: Mm. So, yeah, it's propping up your dreams and you knowing best and then making all your decisions around that instead of discerning with God what dreams are from him, inspired by him and should be where you're putting your energy. Okay. last and certainly not least. And then we kind of have a side note at the end.
1: Oh, of like a
0: how do you, once you knock these out? I got you. I got you. What do you use to replace it instead? What's the like four pronged table that rocks and is actually solid? I got you. In truth? Yeah. Okay. We're going to get there. Last thing lifestyle design. Create the life of your dreams. These are based in trying. To get you to believe that you can manufacture out suffering, mm-hmm. mic drop.
1: <laughs> this, yeah, the idea that Our, yeah, you you like it is possible. You can have a life without mm-hmm. suffering.
0: If you it's just a total lie. Create this program. Blo- get use this time blocking system. Get your income up to this, that, or another you don't have to suffer anymore. And that is the great lie of so much of our world. So much of our world is so deathly afraid of suffering that we create fantasies and decisions based on trying to run from suffering. And then all these reasons why you know this decision we made was good, mm-hmm. even though it was actually wrong because we were just running from suffering. And this whole create the life of your dreams is essentially get your money up to a point where you can, and this is one of the temptations of the wealthy. Mm-hmm. And we have you know spoken to people about this. You can, at a certain point, pay somebody to get your groceries, pay somebody to watch your children, pay somebody to do all your cleaning, pay somebody to fly you places around the world. Essentially, you can get to a point where you can pay somebody to eliminate most of the sufferings that most of us have to deal with on a daily basis. But through suffering, we become more human. We can connect in with Jesus and receive grace by uniting our suffering to his, and then his grace and mercy can come to us. Um, and, we, our God actually takes our suffering and reverses it and causes it to be a source and a fountain of life in us. And if we just spend our entire life avoiding suffering and avoiding engaging in it, we actually miss out on something really massive.
1: I'm pulling off the pin. You talked earlier about you know, the, the wealthy and successful people that we've known. Mm-hmm. They're not packing their day full of putting my feet up on the couch, taking my bubble bath, all this stuff, right? The pampering, yeah.
0: flying off to Paris for yeah a massage.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, a lot of like they are. They're I wouldn't say maybe packing it full of suffering, but no. they're not running away from it, right? And if we look at if we look at in some ways, and this maybe goes into the little how we can live it out thing. If I'm looking for a good example of someone who's designed their life, so to say, I'm looking to religious life.
0: Or the saints.
1: That is a designed life. That is, I'm going to live my life a certain way and here's my system. And there's a lot of suffering. It's... Poverty, material poverty. It can be a lot of silence. Mm-hmm. You're giving up a lot of autonomy. You're giving up a lot of, of freedom. Sensory pleasures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that is one heck of a designed life, right? That's the life of a dream. Right? But like, What's the life of your dreams? Well, if I would say, I would say, oh, well, my dream, is, you know, get to heaven. That's the dream. That's the dream. All this marketing though, the life of your dreams, that's on the beach, drink in hand, feet in the sand, perfect weather, kids are being quiet.
0: Right, the Catholic version
1: right, that, is- And, and that's what a, we're all tempted to. Got a
0: rosary in hand, tears streaming down your face, your <laughs> knees are callous to all get out.
1: You're <laughs> kneeling on broken glass. <laughs>
0: It's not just like that, but then no. you, got your, you got your family and your friends around you. okay, <laughs> And it's not quite that dreary. But uh, it's interesting. So you say, um, I mean, for the laity, religious life is actually not the way we're called to live. Sure, but, but I- there's a wisdom there. Mm-hmm. And we used to have um, a mentor when we were in focus. And if any of you. Um, our former Focus staff, you'll remember this well. It's stayed with us ever since. Mm. Dr. Jonathan Reyes would often say, you build the life and the life builds you. And that is the wisdom of a religious community. They create so much order in their day and in their, how they relate to each other and the flow of the hours, et cetera. So they don't have to think about it. And when they don't have to think about it, they can just be present in whatever God is asking them to do. So, how does that translate to somebody that's not called to live in religious life? And this is where what I want to argue as kind of the solid,
1: solid, solid
0: legs under the table. Build this
1: on rock instead of sand. Because
0: I want you to live the life of God's dreams for you. Because again, when you do that, not Saint Irenaeus says. The glory of God is man fully alive. Mm. You will be so stinking alive. People are gonna be asking what Kool-Aid you drank. <laughs> it's just true, because the Spirit will bubble up in you and just animate you, and you will have so much peace. It's, 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 sometimes it doesn't make sense. We could be in the most, the thick of the worst suffering we've ever had, but with the Spirit, all of a sudden you're just like laughing. Mm-hmm. You know We've experienced that so many times. We should be crying right now, but we're laughing. And we're confident that the Lord was just flexing his muscles and he's about to swoop in. And he does it every dang time. Mm -hmm. So we want you to live God's dreams for you. Uh, And to design a life that facilitates that ability to say yes to those and to align your days and your hours around freedom to say yes to that. So St. Jose Maria Escriva calls this a plan of life. And there are so many iterations of this in Catholic tradition that have dated back years, 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 years. So, this term lifestyle design today that is hollow and propped up on lies, a plan of life is like the Catholic alternative version to this. The original. The original that got ripped off and hijacked. And the, the big difference between the two is that Create the Life of Your Dreams is all about you living a life of luxury, period. And you being happy with whatever fills your days, Whereas the plan of life is designed for you to grow in discipline and in virtue, which ultimately then grows you in holiness, which then leads you to heaven. Mm. Huge, massive difference between the two of those things. One is at the service of yourself. The other is at the service of your vocation and serving God and his people. And that is what I would want to encourage you to take away from this podcast episode. We're going to link to a few resources that you can use in the show notes. This is something our own family has been doing a lot of research in over the last few years because... The Tixeras certainly believe in living intentionally. You know, we we had our first family board meeting this year um, led by Mike and Alicia Hernan. And some people might say, oh, that's lifestyle design. No, it isn't. It's very different. When you are trying to just sit down and be intentional and you're trying to steward the hours, days, weeks, and months, and years given to you the best way possible, using the best of the worldly wisdom that we have. But always filtering it through truth, kind of that grace meets nature, and you're just going ahead and applying that to your daily living and your schedule, your plan of life, and how your unique family is called to live that out, very different, very different than just this lifestyle design based on accumulating enough money to be able to sit on a beach and have no worries. Mm -hmm. If, Which certainly vacations are still included yes, in the other one. Yes,
1: absolutely. If um, Just, to, we're not gonna get into them, but maybe just to name, name out a couple legs that you would incorporate into this table as you're building your life. Mm,
0: as a I'm, plan of life?
1: I'm thinking plan of life. Yep. I'm thinking prayer, sacraments. Yeah.
0: So yeah, part of your plan of life. Yeah, yeah
1: uh what would you say serve serving others
0: yeah prayer sacraments service
1: sacrifice
0: some does some aspect of a schedule Mm -hmm. so you're not just kind of nilly willy winging it you know just waking Mm -hmm. up and whatever that's kind of like with money too we teach people how to budget this is essentially kind of finding a budget for the time given to you on a weekly basis uh, because if you just let your dollars and cents blow around in the wind, they're going to blow away. <laughs> and so the best way to the antidote to just drifting in life and not going anywhere is to be intentional and to design a plan of life that helps you accomplish what it is that, you know, God's calling you to. Um. So, yeah, some of these. Resources. Jonathan is clicking away on something. I need you to come back to the episode here. Well,
1: it was. It was. I was reading. It's actually the the, in the Psalm uh, Mass today. It says. uh, So it's kind of this. It's Psalm fifty. So it's kind of this uh, rebuke of, um, you know, like yo, you say you do, you say I'm so great, but how are you actually living your life? Um, It says, you know, why do you recite my statutes and profess my covenant with your mouth? though you hate discipline and cast my words behind you. Mm. You need discipline mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your life in order to get something done, right? Yeah. Living the life of your dreams doesn't ask anything of you. Yeah, Living a good life, living life of God's dreams for you, that's gonna ask something of you and requires there's gonna, you're gonna have discipline. to make a choice to do it. All
0: right, well, that is a wrap on this episode. Some really heavy topics, but really good. Uh, and we just ask you to check out some of those resources in the show notes. Um, And start discerning maybe what that plan of life is for you and your family um, and how you can maybe kick out some of the legs on this, if you've bought into this create a life of your dreams mantra uh, and actually put some sturdy legs under there so that it's not like the house built on sand that washes away when hard times come. It's the house built on rock. (laughs) I was like, they didn't have concrete or steel. Rock. There we go. Uh, And it's solid and it's not going anywhere even when the hardest of times come. So go ahead and check those out. Let us know what you think of this episode. And until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com.
1: Music in this episode's from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.